Hey guys, if you love a very Brady podcast, then go online and check out the T Public merch store. They got everything in there. They got t-shirts, coffee mugs, uh, hoodies, stickers, magnets, uh, pillows, and there's so many different t-shirt designs to choose from, from tanks to v-necks. If you want it, they got it. So go on there, check it out, order a t-shirt today or a magnet or a sticker. If not for yourself, get one for that Brady Bunch fan in your life. And guys, let me tell you, I ordered a couple of t-shirts to come in so I can check out the quality myself. And I got to tell you, I'm quite impressed. And I'm a bit of a t-shirt snob. It's got to be just right, the right thinness of material. Pretty similar to like like t-shirts that you get like at Target. It's very thin, very comfortable material. These guys over at Public definitely know what they're doing. And you want to talk about t-shirt colors? Of course, I only wear black all the time because it's slimming. But you can get pretty much any color under the sun. So go online to the Public merch store. The link is in the description of this episode. And always remember, have a sunshine day. The following is a fourth-hand production. And welcome to a very Brady podcast. I am one of your hosts. My name is Tack Van Sickle. And with me, as always, is the other host of the show, Jimmy Klein. Hello, hello. And on this podcast, we celebrate the iconic TV show, The Brady Bunch. As we break down the bunch one episode at a time, we what we do is we take the episode, we break it down, we grip it just right and put some knuckles on it and pitch it straight to you for your enjoyment. On today's episode, we're going to take a look at Season 2, Episode 1, entitled The Dropout. If you haven't watched the episode, please feel free to stop the podcast and go watch it. You don't have to, but it might be a hell of a lot more funny if you do. The Brady Bunch is available to stream on Hulu, CBS All Access, and Amazon Prime. First thing I want to do, Jimmy, is welcome you to Season 2 as the new co-host. Oh, welcome. thank you. I am welcomed to season two. <laughs> so our listeners have heard you before, but right. for those of the people who may not know who the hell is Jimmy Klein and why is he <laughs> on the show now, just can you give just like a little little backstory on you know your history of podcasting, your history, whatever, any kind of history you want to give, let no. our listeners know. No, I'm teasing. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I got a heavy a heavy background in uh, a lot of performing type of stuff. You know, like I have a big background in theater. Um, I have a background in filmmaking, a background in photography, um, and a background in podcasting. Uh, me and you have done um, at least one other podcast together. I've helped out with a couple of others. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, just basically, if it has anything to do with performing, I've probably done it or I'm still doing it. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. Uh, so, uh, for listeners who don't know, Jimmy and I go way back to, uh, I believe it was 1987 or 88 is when we first met. Uh, I was 12, he was 13. Um, don't do the math about the ages there, don't worry about it. 45 um, and 44. Okay, thanks. <laughs> I'm just kidding. 
<laughs> and so we have a long history uh, together. So, <laughs> so Jimmy, I remember at the last, you were on the last episode of season one, the last episode, and you had assigned listeners some homework. Do you think they did I, it? Um, yes, of course, because we have some of the best listeners out there. Oh, that's of true. course they did it. <laughs> Uh, but if they, they didn't, did it. it's okay. They can still listen. They just have to pay. <laughs> like money. Yeah. Hey, do you remember back when, uh, it was several weeks ago, I had sent you uh, some of our analytics for the show. And and I noticed, like, this is interesting. Apparently, according to the analytics, most of our listeners are female, which, like, really like hmm. surprised me. Well, I guess that just means that guys aren't really into the Brady Bunch. I mean, but well, I mean, what kind Whatever. of guys would sit around and watch the Brady Bunch? You know, what kind or of guys would talk really about be, it? Yeah, right. Like, what what kind of guy does that take? Like, that must not be very masculine, guys. So. I guess not. <laughs> Wimps. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we do have a little bit of a confession. Like, this is actually a re-record episode. <laughs> it is a re-record. Uh, so we've already recorded this episode once, but it was my fault. I screwed up uh something happened with my audio files i don't know they got corrupted i don't know and that's not your fault it's the, it's your your um your memory card's fault what's well, what i'm gonna say yeah, yeah. I, apparently you're not supposed to use the same sd card over and over for like i don't know five Ten years, years <laughs> apparently <laughs> six years seven years however yeah. long we've been doing podcasting yeah was it five six years ago <laughs> it's almost like it's not meant to be used forever it's weird that is weird huh that's it. I want my $9 back. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so I got a brand new SD card in. We should be good to go. Right on. If this one doesn't go through, then uh, we're just not going to do this episode anymore. <laughs> right, right, right. So. Or we'll just put out my side and people can just make up what you're saying. It'll <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just be you a lot of silence for like eight yeah. minutes and then you're going, uh-huh. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I did see that. I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, listeners, what we're going to do is starting a season two. Um, so, I'm going to be hosting this episode, and on the next episode, Jimmy's going to run the show, and I'm going to be adding the color commentary here and there. Man, I better get started on them notes. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you. <laughs> I bet you I know what we're going to say on the next one. <laughs> I bet you I know as well. Like yeah. a time machine. Yeah. Now I know what. Dr. So yeah, Alpha we. Like. We we already recorded episode two, and uh, so now we have to backtrack and re-record this episode, yes. which is unfortunate. And another thing that really sucks, too, is our last episode we recorded, we had uh, Lauren Passell on as well. So it was the three of us kind of running the episode, and then she was not able to make it for the re-record, which I feel bad about. So yeah. sorry, Lauren. She sorry. was like, what? I can't stand this. And she just said, no, I'm not doing it anymore. No, I'm teasing. She didn't say that. All right. Anything else? Anything you want to add? Um, I don't believe so. Um, but I think this is going to okay. be a good season. There's some new things that we're trying. Um, mm -hmm. you you will hear us joke around next week about the first, time, you know, about about this problem we're describing now, where the sound file went bad. <laughs> You'll hear us joking around about it in the next episode as well. But um, indeed, that was recorded before this one, so. You know, if we repeat yeah. some jokes, it's because, you know, we're funny enough to tell the joke twice. So, <laughs> <laughs> Time travel. Exactly. 
All right, so let's take our first break. And when we come back, we're really going to get into it, Jimmy. Uh, I'm excited. I hope you are. I'm excited. I hope you are. Okay, good. I, I am excited. Oh, okay, okay. Ooh, man. <laughs> and we'll be back. Are you easily offended? Because if you are, you should probably stop listening. Are you interested in the bizarre and unusual? Are you fascinated by the grisly sides of life? Are you the one that people call weirdo? Well then, you should get hip to Strange Brew Podcast, a podcast with a bunch of crazy Canucks. Tune in every week with Strange Brew's host, Tomcat, a.k.a. Tom Thompson. And Billy Kirby, along with many different guests. As we drink booze and we discuss anything strange and paranormal, from serial killers to aliens and all of the above. So crack those beers. And toss on those tinfoil hats because because it's it's about about to get strange. back uh okay so we got the brady bunch season two episode one entitled the dropout so facts about the episode this first aired on september 25th 1970 written by ben gershman and bill friedman and directed by peter baldwin Hmm. i don't think any relation to the baldwins that's what i was wondering in my head i'm wondering if there's two writers (laughs) because like one of them didn't know anything about baseball (laughs) (laughs) maybe Uh, so according to imdb a little fun fact here greg wears a baseball jersey with the number 53 on it which was also the uniform number for dodgers pitcher don drysdale Mm. who guest starred on this episode and i think he died in 1994 (laughs) i don't know why i looked that up yeah no that's interesting (laughs) um so in 1970 he said he was 34 in the episode so uh, 44, he wasn't that old. He was like, what, mm. 60 maybe? Not even? 55, 56, something like that, right? It's crazy. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> so we fade in. We open up and see Greg practicing his pitching by throwing it through a tire in the backyard with Peter and Bobby on the other end. Okay, right off the bat. Okay. Why is he throwing it through a, a tire? Like, shouldn't he actually be throwing it at somebody that's... Because, I mean, I don't know a whole lot about baseball, but I played softball and I was really crappy at it. But anyways, part of the the whole thing is, like, I think the catcher is supposed to tell you what kind of ball to throw or whatever. And then you're supposed to throw it, you know, at the yeah. in the strike zone, so to speak, you know, which is like a square or rectangle. Like, why is he throwing it at a, at a a through a tire? Like, he has two people well, that I mean, are capable he's got of a catching. Target. He's got a target he has to hit, which... As long as he goes through the tire, then he's hitting it right over, yeah. you know, the home plate. And but I mean, he's he has two like, guys there. But he has, he has <laughs> yeah. two guys that are capable of catching it. One can be the umpire. The other one can be the catcher. And it's like a real baseball. That's probably why well, I'm not going to spoil it, but, you know. <laughs> I don't know. It just kind of irritated me. And then the other thing is, where the hell did they get all this lawn furniture? For? Like, I don't know if you realize, like, when you watch this, but what he's throwing mm-hmm. it at is cushions from lawn chairs. From like the, the okay. kind of lawn chairs you lay down in, the reclining kind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, where the hell did all this lawn furniture come from? Like, I don't remember any other episodes there being a, a bunch of lawn furniture in the backyard. 
<laughs> I don't know. I didn't notice that. I thought it was mattresses back there, but I didn't really pay much attention. Well, they are. So. They're mattresses from those those long patio furniture things you lay down right, on. Right, right, right. And I mean, spoiler yeah. alert to the next episode, they show the backyard in that episode. And you don't, you don't see anything but bicycles. Like, where the hell did this stuff come from? <laughs> I don't know. It's um, a good question. Yeah. We ask the tough questions here. Exactly. And we yeah. want so answers. People so. don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> Next, Mike is in his den showing his new design for a home for Dodgers pitcher Don Drysdale. Don is impressed by Mike's design. After they chat about the house, Mike asked Don... Trysdale, if he'd mind mess, uh, meeting the boys because they're huge fans of his, especially Greg. So when, when they when they go to leave, yeah. um, like Don's like, okay, we'll see you. And, and Mike shows no signs at all of getting up, not even a little bit. <laughs> so like, he's just going to let him leave his house. He's not going to be polite and walk him out. You know I mean? Well, they were going to the backyard to meet the boys. Right, but I mean, but at this point, you don't know that yet. He hadn't even asked Don to, to talk to Greg yet. So yeah, he, he was. Did. He, he just was did. He said, uh, "Hey, no, I want you to meet the boys." That. Oh, because before that, Don's like, "Okay, we'll see you," and he's like, "Well, actually, Don, I wanted to ask you something." You know, but oh, when oh, Don starts to walk away, point. Mike's not even getting yeah, up. I, got like, you. I mean, I can understand I got if it was you. at the office because then I can see it's kind of an office. You know, your way out, but. Your home? You're going to let this guy roam around your house and try to find the front door? Uh, I see what you're saying. I got you. (laughs) And also, like, what's the reference with the St. Bernard? Like, why the hell would you need a St. Bernard? I think he was just referencing that the house is so big that... What was the line? I don't remember. It's like, the house is so big, I'm going to need a St. Bernard or something? Oh, oh, oh. Okay, do you remember... I want to say back in the day, but I don't know. But, like... Which is a Wednesday. Because when you're out at... (laughs) The ski lodges and stuff, when you get lost, and oh, ski, you they always the send St. Bernard's out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they had that little St. Bernard wooden thing that was like... <laughs> it had like a know. barrel of rum yeah, like around their necks whiskey or whatever. Whiskey crack or whatever it is. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that's what he was referring to, so... I don't know. Mm-hmm. A moment later, Mike arrives in the backyard with Don Drysdale and tells Greg that he'd like to, him to meet someone. Greg says, not now, Dad, I'm busy. <laughs> Just then, Greg looks up to see who it is and lights up and says, Don Drysdale? Wow! Peter then runs over and says, Don Drysdale? Wow! (laughs) So, I don't know if you noticed this or not, but it looks like Bobby was also about to say, Don Drysdale? But they cut it. It was like a quick cut. Yeah. Well, there's a couple times where Peter just, or Bobby rather, just makes some stupid looking faces in this. You know, <laughs> in this one, he does the little, uh, but then in the next one, like, he's like, thanks, Mr. Drysdale. And he does this weird, like, bite bottom lip and then this crooked hand thing. He's like, like I don't know what he does, but <laughs> it's really strange. I think he was like, he had too much sugar that day or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so Greg says, uh, this sure is an honor to meet you, Mr. Drysdale. Don Drysdale says, call me Don, okay? Greg says, Thanks, Don. Peter says, can I call you Don, too? Don Drysdale says, yeah. Peter responds with, thanks, Don. Then Don Drysdale looks at Bobby and says, tell you what, you can call me Don, too, okay? Bobby says, thanks, Mr. Drysdale, and apparently bites his lip and does a weird thing with his hand. (laughs) Which, okay, so that joke I think would have hit better had they let Bobby say, 
Wow, John Dinesdale, Don Dry, Dry Donsdale, Don Drysdale. I think that joke would have worked better if they'd had kept that in. But so now it just kind of feels weird. He's like, I tell you what, you can call me that because he knew he was going to say it also. Because right. before the three of them said, "Wow, John," you know what I mean. So I think the joke would have hit a lot better if that was left in. But I'm sure they probably had to cut it for time. Who knows? I think but, it, I mean because it seems like every other episode. They treat Cindy and Bobby like they're a couple of morons, you know, like they're eight years old going on three kind of thing. Um, And this was one of the few times I think that would have worked um, is if they had him because Drysdale's a weird last name, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So what if Bobby was to mispronounce Drysdale, right? So Greg is like, thanks, Mr. Um, It's Don Drysdale. And then Peter's like, Don Drysdale. And he's like, Don Drysdale, or whatever he says, right? <laughs> and it's because then the joke would have worked better. Hey, tell you what, you can call me Don. And he even points it out to Bobby. And you can call me Don or whatever. And he's like, thanks, Mr. Drysdale. You know, they just I think that would have been funnier. But Yeah. That's interesting. But that would also allude to the fact that Bobby doesn't know who the hell he is. I think he, he probably doesn't. <laughs> I mean, they're not even wearing real sport hats. They're wearing generic blue ones. So <laughs> it tells you how into baseball these guys are. Well, I think baseball is more Greg's thing, and the other two yeah. just kind of do whatever. So. Right. so Greg then shows Don Drysdale his slider pitch. After he does this, Don Drysdale says, Wow, that had good stuff on it. You got a great, you got great motion there. You know it, in a like horrible acting way. Because I've pretty much figured that if you're an athlete, you can't act. You can act. You can be an athlete, but you can't be both. Is so what I've discovered. Can we just agree to to say these lines like whenever anybody around us talks about sports, like regardless of the sport. So like if me what? and you're around somebody and they're talking about basketball, well, you know he. Man, that, that Jordan, he put some good stuff on it. You know, really good motion there. And that's like, <laughs> applies to every sport. That would just be funny. Right. <laughs> and for listeners, if you don't know, Jimmy and I are not into sports no, in no. any way. And you'll figure that out as we go along. Yeah. <laughs> so just then, Don Drysdale begins to show Greg a better way to do the pitch. Greg says, whoa, you just showed me your secret slider. I'll murder him on Saturday. Just then, Don Drysdale says, you might be in the big league someday. Correction, or not correction, but let me repeat that. He says, you might be in the big league someday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Don continues, I don't know. Oh, um, sorry, back up. Um, you might be in the big league someday. Greg says, who, me? And then uh, Don Drysdale <laughs> says, I don't know why not. The Dodgers are always looking for a good arm. Greg assures Don Drysdale that he's going to keep practicing. Don Drysdale then says, boy, you'll probably be a bonus baby, too. <laughs> bonus um, baby. What the fuck is a bonus baby? Uh, I have no idea. These people are probably screaming at their car radios right now going, how do these people well, not know what a bonus baby is? How do I know what a bonus baby is? I don't know. Uh, if, if you were Greg, <clears throat> right, and let's pretend for a second yep. that you're into baseball. <laughs> okay. Um, would you really be able to, like... If you saw Don Drysdale, who's a baseball player you know? The what? Say that again. Who's a baseball player you know? What <laughs> person? Uh, I mean, can you name a baseball player? Yeah, I can name some, but okay. I don't know if I can, uh, Babe Ruth. I can Babe pick Ruth. him out of a so crowd. So if Babe Ruth was standing in front of you, I have no idea whether he's alive or dead. But if he was standing in front of you, like, <laughs> you would don't know you, if he's alive or dead. 
Would you play be, baseball like in the twenties? <laughs> would you be like, let me show you my slider? Like, it, would that be your first go-to? You know what I mean? Like, if you if Can you we, were if you were in a guitar store, let's say me and you go to Orlando. Thank you. Right? Let's do something more relatable. Yeah, and we're in we're in Guitar Center in Orlando. Okay. And you look up and you're like, holy crap! There's Kirk Hammett, James Hetfield. Yeah. Okay. Kirk Hammett standing right in front of me. Would your go-to be, hey, real quick, let me show you Master of Puppets? <laughs> or no let me show you this this run i learned or yeah. you know whatever let, no of course you. not no <laughs> like your go-to would be oh my god would you, I mean, if anything you'd be like would you be willing to play anything just i don't care what it is like here take this guitar and play for me kind of thing right like, you wouldn't right, be like yeah. hey stand there while i play a shitty version of your song you know it's not what you would do <laughs> And I can't believe Greg does this. Like, why wouldn't he t- give the ball to Don Drysdale and be like, can you, like, throw a couple at me? Like, you know, and then, like, have him catch it, you know? Like, why mm-hmm. would I? I don't know. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Yeah. I would, I would walk up to Kirk Hammett and go, Kirk Hammett, wow! And then you'd have to run up behind me and go, Kirk Hammett, wow! Yeah, yeah. And another thing I noticed so, yeah. was they show Greg throw it twice. And yeah. so far in this episode, he only makes it through the tire once. And when he demonstrates <laughs> for Don Drysdale, they don't even show the tire. <laughs> because something tells me he couldn't make it through the tire that time either. So I thought that was kind of funny. And um, and why doesn't Don, like, say try it once before you leave? You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of a dick move yeah. on Don's part. He's like, hey, you lean into it and you do like this and you do the hokey pokey and you turn yourself about and that's what it's all about. And, all right, I got to go. See ya. Like, it's like, well, hold on, hold on a second. You gave me a lot of information. Can I just do it one time? And, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so just then, Don Drysdale leaves, just like you were saying. Right. Greg then talks to himself. He's like, just standing there like he's getting ready to pitch. And he's like, did you hear what Don Drysdale just said? Saying it to himself, by the way. Did you hear what he just said? <laughs> Big leagues, Dodgers, bonus baby. Yeah. <laughs> Guys and <in time laughs> Meanwhile. Pants. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Meanwhile, Bobby and Peter are trying to snap him out of his daydream. Then Peter says, he's gone. And Bobby says, yep, he's gone. Next, we see Marsha in the girls' bedroom teaching Jan and Cindy some ballet moves. <laughs> when all of a sudden, Greg comes bursting through the door. Greg asks, do you girls have some tape? I want to stick this up on my wall. He holds up an 8 by 10 picture. Marsha, uh, without looking up, Adam says, top drawer left. And then continues with the ballet lesson. How funny would it have been if he would have walked in holding his hog? <laughs> <laughs> have you got any tape? I need to stick this to the wall. Sorry. I'm juvenile. Go ahead. <laughs> Greg gets the tape out of the drawer and Cindy asks, who is it? Greg says, oh, it's my pal Don. Marsha then asks, Don who? Greg then has a look, has a look of unamusement and says, Don Drysdale. <laughs> Jan then asks, who's Don Drysdale? Greg says, the man who discovered me, that's who. Do, do you girls know anything? The big D. <laughs> Don Drysdale likes the big D. (laughs) I love the big D. He's my yeah. The girls just shrug and continue to do the fist position. Are I mean I don't know what they do. Stupid girl ballet moves. I don't fucking know. I used to hate when my and your sisters used to stand around and do ballet moves. Man, 
I know, right? So outside yeah. of this episode, do the girls go to dance class? Because <laughs> um, I think they, I don't rem- I think they reference much. baseball in other episodes for at least Greg. Okay, my dogs are being loud. Um, I think they reference baseball in other episodes for the boys, but I don't know that yeah. they ever ref- reference dance class. Um, like it's not like they're in the room you, just pre- playing pretend. Like they bought outfits. <laughs> I mean, they're not. They actually have a legitimate lesson they go to yeah. later in the episode. Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah, I I don't remember them talking much else about ballet. So those things are so uncomfortable. I mean. Um, I don't know. That's weird. (laughs) That's strange. Next, Greg goes out to the garage where Peter and Bobby are working on their skateboards. Greg asks them if they want to want to play catch. And first of all, like I thought of this when I was watching the episode, like why do they call it catch? (laughs) Like why don't they call it throw? I mean, they're only saying like half of what you do, and it's like, or at least like it's like calling it hide. It's like saying it like hide instead of hide and seek. You yeah, know, yeah, it's yeah. like. Well, at least like know. cops and robbers, like you don't play, you don't call it cops or you don't call it robbers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You call it like cops. and robbers. So at least play, you want to play throw and catch or. Yeah. Uh-huh. I believe it would probably be catch and throw. Do you want to throw the ball around? Dis- How about that? Yeah. That's. You want to and then it's referred throwing? to as. Sorry. Huh? No, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's referred to as a game. So, like, hey, you want to have a game of catch? You how know? do you win? Like, how do you, how do you, right? Like, yeah. how do you win? How do you lose? You know, it's like, hmm. I maybe guess you don't catch it, I guess. Maybe this is know. because we don't know a lot about sports. Maybe there's a whole game to this that we don't know about. Maybe. maybe. Although it's, I remember it's, being younger, though, and having a game of catch. <laughs> I, I remember, like, Ron used to always want to throw the football around. You remember, like, even as yeah. adults, he wanted to. <laughs> yeah, I would do that. I don't like when somebody has like a regulation football. That's boring. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but you got a little Nerf one. My, can... my arms when I catch it. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts my chest when I catch it. No, like I like the like the little smaller Nerf ones. You know, those are funner yeah. to throw. I, I like think. the ones that whistle. No, but you know what's really Get fun? The tail on it is to play catch with you with your non-dominant hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've oh, done that. that's awesome. But, going but I back, remember as a kid actually having like a baseball and a glove, and actually like oh, I had a baseball playing. glove too. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry. Hmm. I, I mean, not with you. I don't think you and I ever did that. But I used to practice throwing the ball as like trying to pitch because I, I never understood baseball, and so I would you yeah. know kind of practice outside to try to. See, I figured maybe there was something about it I wasn't getting, so I actually tried mm-hmm. it and tried throwing a baseball around, and I never got very good at it. But I remember getting in trouble because I used to throw it at the chain link fence <laughs> at my house. And the chain link yeah. fence had a big dent, like a curved dent, <laughs> where the baseball <laughs> would hit. But I just wanted to try it and see what the big deal was. So I never hmm. understood it. <laughs> Interesting. But going back to the, the podcast, where does yep. the scene take place? In the garage? I don't, that's, I don't think that's a garage because it, the walls are open. You know, it has like this buffer, kind of like like when you're yeah, sitting on the dumpster the garage in, is. in a park or something. The garage is open. It's not like closed in at all. Oh, wow. That's strange. So it's more like a carport. Yeah. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so Greg meets up with Peter and Bobby to say, hey, you want to play catch? So Peter says they're too busy, but they ask Greg if they'd like to help him out and uh, hands him a hammer. 
Greg looks at the hammer and says, and take a chance on smashing my hand? What are you trying to do? Ruin my career? <laughs> Peter says, what career? Greg retorts with, are you kidding? These fingers are worth their weight in gold. Peter asks, since when? <laughs> Greg says, you heard Drysdale. He said one of these days I'd be in the big leagues. Peter says, he didn't say you would be. He said you might be. Greg disagrees, and this goes back and forth a couple times. Mm -hmm. Just then Bobby chimes in and says, I heard might. Greg then says, well, it's not what he said, it's how he said it, <laughs> and <laughs> walks away. Greg then starts to commentate on an imaginary game <laughs> where he himself is a star pitcher for the Dodgers. And he says, now pitching for the Los Angeles Dodgers, the strikeout king, Lefty Brady, he then runs back over to the boys. This was kind of weird. And yeah, says, right. you know, uh, how'd that sound? And they're <laughs> like, great. Except for one thing, you're right-handed. Greg says that he knows, but it's it's a great name. Bobby says, you can go with Greg. That's a great name. <laughs> Greg goes on to say that you have to have a great nickname that looks good on a sports page. He comes up with examples such as Bobo, Dizzy, or Catfish. Do they? Wait, Peter, do, do sport players still have these monikers? These these nicknames? <laughs> I don't. I have no idea. I know in MMA and boxing they do, but I don't think they do in any other game. I have no idea. Okay. Um. So, uh, so he says, um, Bobo, Dizzy, or Catfish, and Peter chimes in and says, "That's a good one." Greg says, "Catfish." He says, "No." <laughs> Dizzy, because that describes you perfectly. Ooh, burn. He just called him a dumbass. Sorry. Right. Greg looks annoyed and says, listen here, wise guy. Yeah, wise oh. guy. Eh? When I'm pitching in the World Series, you're going to have to pay to get in. And then leaves in a huff. Greg is so gangster. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, screw you guys. I'm going home. Wait, I am. Um... <laughs> Why are they assembling skateboards? Look, they have two well, skateboards. I don't really know what there. they're doing. Well, they have two skateboards yeah. sitting there, assembling both of them. But it doesn't make a whole lot of sense because I don't. At this time, I don't think they had skate shops. I don't think you could go and buy new trucks and new wheels and stuff. I don't know. But why so, do they have a hammer? What are you doing that, with a hammer and skateboard? Yeah. But I mean, well, even the screwdriver. He's using the screwdriver on the underside of the truck, which you wouldn't do. You'd use it on the top side of the truck. But anyways. I don't understand why mm -hmm. they're taking it apart unless they're just like kids and they're taking it apart and putting it back together because it's fun. Maybe they're oiling it or something because, I mean, Mike comes in and Maybe. oils crap later. So it's like, I guess that's what they do in the <laughs> carport. So I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Next, we see Mike and Carol sleeping in their bed. Carol is awoken by a strange noise within the house. She wakes up Mike and to tell him. Mike opens his eyes just enough to look to see the time. <laughs> It's five o'clock in the morning. Carol insists to him, I heard a strange sound. Mike asks, what kind of sound? Carol says, well, it went kaboom, kaboom, kaboom. Kind of like Bella Lugosi wearing wet sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell kind of reference is that? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember what movie Bella Lugosi did. What movie? Did, I know he did a horror movie, but what was it? Wasn't it Dracula? Didn't he play maybe Dracula? Maybe it was Dracula. Like maybe the kaboom is talking about the footsteps, but I don't think he... I thought Dracula like, had light footsteps. I thought he could sneak up on people. Right, but why have they got to be wet sneakers, which yeah, is true. Yeah. 
weird. It would be funny it's such to a find weird that, reference. It'd be funny for us to find the clip of Bella Lugosi and then <laughs> add a sound effect for wet sneakers. <laughs> just, it would be like a squeak, squeak, like the sound of like a gymnasium. <laughs> I don't know. It'd just be funny. <laughs> yeah. And why? Why is there a big red robe laying across their bed? <clears throat> like, how can they sleep I with? I mean, there's a big it. comforter. That's bad enough. Like. My mom used to do that crap and put big comforters on the end of the bed, and it used to drive me nuts because then you'd always kick it off in the morning and that kind. Of, but to add to it, add a big heavy rope. Why would you don't have a hooks in your house? Like, you don't have a hook in your door <laughs> or something. Know. Why does it have to be on the bed? Like, whose robe was it? It looked like Carol's because it, well, it the, in this scene it looked red, but I think she has a pink one in the next scene. Um, but it just She's doesn't make any sense. That pink like, flowy one. You live in Southern California. Why the hell do you? What what is your air set at? That you need like pajam- <laughs> you need to sleep in pajamas, with a sheet and a right. blanket, with a comforter yeah. under the bed, and you have a robe to put on when you get up. Like they must have their air set on like fifty. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know, women are they run cold? So I, I guess. <laughs> Mike then says to Carol, "I told you not to watch that horror movie." <laughs> Carol then says, Dang, "He oh, said yeah. I told you not to." Yeah. <clears throat> Bitch, I fucking told you. Then he whipped it out. watch that horror movie. Hit her in the nose repeatedly. But you listen to what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and then. Oh, my God. This is how much power he has over Carol. Yeah, she right? goes, oh, yeah. Maybe I did imagine. Convinces her yep. that she imagined the noise. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then she rolls back over to Trent Laddiff to go back to sleep. Next, we quickly cut downstairs where the noise continues. This time we see Alice awake. And in the kitchen with a flashlight, completely freaked out. <laughs> she's like in uh, like reference to a, a past episode. She's stri- like in shaggy mode where she's just like, zoinks! Like, zoinks! Uh, g- g- ghost! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, and then Mike comes down there and like pulls it out, whips it on her forehead. Too. I told you not to. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Sleep. Somebody talking to you. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, we come back up to Mike and Carol, and this time Mike hears it too. Mike sits up, turns on, turns on the light. Mike says that it must be the hot water heater acting up again. <laughs> Carol argues and says, no, no, no. It was definitely a kaboom, kaboom, <laughs> kaboom. You know, Bella Lugosi, yeah. wet sneakers. When the water heater acts up, it goes bloop, bloop, bloop. Mike decides to go downstairs to check it out. Hmm. So now we cut to Greg downstairs in the family room, lifting weights and setting the weights on the ground, making the kaboom, kaboom, kaboom sound. He looks up and sees Mike, Carol and Alice all standing in the doorway from the kitchen because that's as far as Alice is allowed to go. Yeah, right. Actually, she's <laughs> actually watching in him. it this time. Kind of, but like, I, I even but have a note on her that she actually steps foot into the family room. But she's been escorted. That's so. true. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, <clears throat> what was it? Where I lost my spot. Okay, kitchen watching. Mike then says, Greg, do you know what time it is? <laughs> Greg says, oh, sure. That's why I'm working out down here. Did I wake you? Carol sarcastically says, oh, no. I've always wanted to rise before dawn and greet the uh, greet the coming of a glorious new day. Thanks a lot, Greg. Like in total fucking bitch mode. If the like, shoe was on the other was, foot, I'd have to turn her and be like, "You want to go back upstairs? Like, I'll let me handle this." You know what I mean? Like, why is she being such a bitch? Like, you know what I mean? Like, 
And Tony Carroll gets fucking sassy in this Seriously. episode. She turns into like stepmom mode, like bad. Like evil stepmom, like, not nice stepmom, trying to fit in stepmom. This is. Yeah, and we're going to get more into that yeah. in a few. We'll talk more about that. Um, Mike then walks over to Greg and asks, What is this sudden urge for muscles? <laughs> like, Greg says, Do you see how much weight he's lifting? Uh, what was it, like 20 pounds it's or like, something? Yeah, it's like maybe, 10 pounds that he's lifting. And however much the bar weighs, bar probably weighs 15, maybe. I mean, as that. big as he is, like he can't lift more than 10 pounds? Like, <laughs> sorry. Well, just, maybe he's going for like you know, reps and not so much, you know. I don't know. Well, so Mike walks over to Greg and says, uh, what's the sudden urge for muscles? Greg says, guy's got a pitch. He's got to be in shape. Mike says that he can't quarrel with that. <laughs> Greg continues, I've got seven innings on Saturday. Mike agrees and says, well, if you're going to do something, you got to give it all you got. Greg agrees, but then Mike stops him and says, but there's just one thing. There are some other people in the house that don't have to pitch on Saturday. Alice chimes in and says, and there are some of us who can't afford to miss one minute of their beauty sleep, like me. Mike says she's right. Oh, damn. I was like, damn. And Carol's like, ah, bitch. No, she didn't say that. Um, (laughs) Fucking knew it. (laughs) I mean, I think that was part of the joke, though, because Mike does like, yeah, and then looks at her like, oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Oh, I guess seeing your notes, Alice is in the family room. (laughs) I didn't even think of it until as I was saying it, and that's when I thought of it. (laughs) Sorry, I'm reading your notes. (laughs) Why is Carol a bitch? Why is Greg so weak? <laughs> what trumpet was that? Well, what yeah, that that's mean? in the next part. Because in the next part, you know, Greg, oh. Greg agrees and says, okay, I'll do my jogging now. And then jogs into the family, <laughs> of the family room. Okay, we'll get, we'll get there. So Greg opens, <laughs> agrees and says, okay, I'll go, do, I'll do my jogging now, which is such a weird line. Yeah, 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 and yeah. then jogs from the family room past Alice and Carol into the kitchen. Like, he literally starts jogging. I'll do my jogging now. Like a an alien or a robot or something. I'll do but my jogging now. They, they play a trumpet sound. It's like a military yeah. trumpet. What does that sound? Like, what yeah. does it mean? I think it was just showing, like, oh, this is like he's in military no, I mean, like, mode, Like, if I you were in the military and you heard that sound, what would it mean? Well, I don't remember what the tune was. It was, was. like... That one. I don't think it... Well, it might be mean something to people like in the army in the forties or okay. something, but I mean, there's like the dun, 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 like that's mm-hmm. taps. <clears throat> that's played sometimes at funerals, but it also was played in the evenings, where taps means like lights out, it's time to go to sleep. But I mean, know? I know, like in Biloxi Blues, they play that song. That that trumpet yeah. sound they just might be an up up and atom kind of a well, song in, or in something. In that one, he. Because when one of the guys makes a comment, he's like, "Oh, don't tell me they're shipping us out today," and a guy comes in and says, "No, it's child time," and it turns to be lunch. So that's what I was thinking when I was listening to this. I was like, "Well, why are they, why are they playing? That? If that means lunchtime, like, why are they playing that when he's going jogging?" <laughs> I think it's just like an up and Adam kind oh, of a okay. song. I okay. don't know. I All have right. no idea. We know so much about so much manly stuff, like sports <laughs> and military. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was in the military too which is mm-hmm. weird and it, it's not like I don't come from a military family oh that's right I do my yeah, whole family is military 
So later that day, we see Mike in the garage working on an old-timey type lawnmower thing. I didn't know what to call it. Like, it wasn't like a regular gas mower. It was like, I the only word I can think of was analog mower. No, it's actually, I have one. Believe it or not, I have one. It's called a manual push mower. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. I that's saw a guy, I was I was driving out the other day, and yeah. I saw a guy using one in his front yard. Well, I was like, holy shit. In fact, if yeah. you go to um, a lot of really high-end golf courses... You know, when they do use yep. a motorized um, lawnmower to, to trim the greens and stuff, it's one mm-hmm. of those style ones where the blade spins like a carousel mm. instead of around in a circle. Um, and yeah. a lot of golf courses, they, they still use the old manual push mowers because it just gives a better cut than it does when you spin it. So, hmm. yep. Seems very hipster-like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I thought this was kind of ironic because they don't have grass. <laughs> that's why he's having to oil the lawnmower because it never gets used <laughs> they, just use a, they just use a vacuum <clears throat> so Mike is in the garage working on I guess he's oiling like you were saying yeah, earlier yeah. he's probably oiling the thing so Greg walks up to him along with Peter Greg then asks Mike what's the biggest bonus any player ever got Mike is an apparent walking baseball encyclopedia yeah, and right says, now. hmm, seem to remember the Angels paid a guy about $200,000. Greg and Peter look at each other, and Peter says, 200000 Man, oh, man. Greg laughs and says, what did I tell you? I'm going to be loaded. <laughs> I like how this automatically means that Greg's going to get that. <laughs> <laughs> He'll get the same exact deal. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. So, fun fact for you, do you know what $200,000 converted into 2020 money is? $20 million? <laughs> No, Jimmy Klein. No. $1.1 million. Actually, I think it's $1.3 million. $1.3 So, yeah. Not too shabby. So, Greg says, I'm going to be loaded, right? And Mike says, well, listen up, bub. Before you start spending all that money, you better realize that out of a thousand young hopefuls, only one makes it. Greg says, well, I'm not worried. I'm going to be that one. And walks <laughs> off, drops the mic, and <laughs> flicks mm-hmm. off Peter. It's a weird episode. <laughs> so later on, we see Greg in the family room sitting on the couch reading a book. Carol is straightening up the, and collecting, straightening up. Surprisingly, she was working. Oh, because Alice isn't allowed in there. That's why she has right. to straighten exactly. up. Exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and collecting the most laundry in one room I've ever seen. She asks Greg to sit up a little so she can grab a yellow sweater. Greg tells her that uh, he is memorizing some important dates. Carol comments on how the good thing about history is that there is never a shortage of dates. Greg then asks, hey, do you know what real important thing happened in 1839? (laughs) Carol thinks for a minute and says, was that the year Samuel Morrison invented the telegraph? Greg says, I don't know about that, but... 1839 is the year Abner Doubleday laid out the first baseball diamond. Carol nods and says, oh, really fucking sarcastically. Now that really is a memorable event. Greg goes on, you know what happened in 1903? Carol mocks him and says, "Uh, Babe Ruth threw the first forward pass, which whatever the fuck that is. I don't even know what that means. That's a football reference, I think. Isn't (laughs) that the only sport that passes things? I guess hockey probably passes things too, right? And probably soccer. Shit, I don't I know. I think. 
<laughs> That's nice delivery. Shit, I don't know. <laughs> Greg laughs and says, huh, Mom, you stupid woman. <laughs> that was the year of the first World Series. It's all right here in this baseball encyclopedia. Want me to explain the infield fly rule? Whatever the fuck that is. I think that... Uh, well, I know when you when you hit it and it just flies up and they catch it, that you're automatically out. But like maybe, maybe the rule changes if it's inside the baseball diamond. Like, does that mean that you get to go on to the next base? I have no idea. Um, so maybe the rules change when, because I know when you when you hit it up in the air, like when you hit a fly, normally you have to go back to the base you came from, right? I have no idea. Um, at least <laughs> never this is how that. it was. You know, when I played softball. <laughs> um, but I think if you hit it and it stays inside the baseball diamond, like inside the bases, I think you're yeah. allowed to go to the next base and not have to go back, I'm, maybe. I'm sure our listeners probably know this answer and probably go like, these guys are fucking morons. <laughs> well, they not, not know the morons. infield fly rule. Well, it's not that we're morons. It's just we were too busy getting laid in high school and not yeah, we were games like baseball. Yeah, we were. And I was hoping eventually we'd do it with a girl instead of each other, but that's cool. Okay, here we go. The infield fly rule is a rule of baseball that treats certain okay. fly balls as, as though caught before the ball is caught. Even if the infielder fails to catch it or drops it on purpose... The umpire's declaration of an infield fly means that the batter is out regardless of whether the ball is caught. What? Yeah, I didn't follow. You lost me like So basically it's saying that like caught. let's say you hit it like let's say you play baseball and, and you hit it like straight up in the air, but it only yeah. goes like two feet out in front of the base, right? That basically okay. they're saying if the if the umpire don't like you, he's gonna be like, Yeah, you're out. And even if nobody's caught it yet, like, yeah, you're out. Even if the guy doesn't catch it. So that counts it. as a strike? Yeah, it come, counts as an out. An out? Yeah. Like you're done? Yeah, even if the guy like doesn't catch it. Like you failed? Even if he doesn't catch it, Put the bat down and you failed? Just because the yeah. umpire said, yeah, tax a loser, he can't hit it past first base, so I'm just going to make him out. Damn. See, this is why we don't play baseball. Man, this is this is discrimination. It's racist. A bunch of bigots. Bullshit. Umpires. That's messed up. Yeah. So... Greg asked, do you want me to explain the infield fly rule, which Jimmy just did for yes. us? <clears throat> Carol scrunches up her face and says, I don't think so. But I would <laughs> like to ask you a question. Have you finished your homework yet? Without looking up, he responds with, yeah, I get to it. <laughs> Carol walks closer to him and says, Greg, how about right fucking now? And Greg says, in a minute, Mom, in a minute. Carol isn't having this shit, and she grabs the book from him and says, Greg... And Greg jump, uh, jumps up and says, Mom, please. <laughs> well, he don't please. say please. He says he says it like he's in charge. He's like, Mom, please. <laughs> like, don't start this shit today. That's the way he says it. If I was her, like, I, I get it. I know she's a stepmom, you know. <laughs> right. But it's not like she's, it's not like the kids are never home when Mike's at work. You know what I mean? So this right. can't be the first time that she's had to make the kids do something they didn't want to do. I'm yeah. sorry, but it, like I, I refer to it as silverback gorilla. I would have, I would have went silverback gorilla on. I would have grabbed the book out of his hand, but like, you need to get your ass upstairs now and start doing your homework. I don't want to see you till you're done. Like I would have, <laughs> she would have had to put her foot down. That's ridiculous. Yeah, and also <laughs> like, 
why would a baseball player need to know all this? You mean like if you know what? Well, I mean like if you're auditioning for a baseball team, right? And like, <laughs> and like I don't think you audition for one. And like you get up there. Well, can you bat? Yeah, and you get up there to bat. Well, hold on a second. What year did Abner, Abner Double Dare, whatever his name was, you know, make the first baseball diamond? You're like, uh, I don't. And then the ball whizzes past you. Oh, you're out. I mean, is I mean, why would they need to know that? Like, it's not like you're gonna get quizzed when you go to get up to audition for it. Um, why do you keep saying audition? Like, so you're here to. What are you auditioning for? Auditioning is pitcher. What have you have prepared for us? <laughs> I have uh, feed the birds from Mary Poppins. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, yeah. take it away. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, well, I assume like if this is going to be your career, you want to learn everything there is to know about it, and yeah. you want to be able to like teach yeah. people about it, and you know you want to know the history of your future career. You know, I, I know. guess. But... So next we cut to Carol tattling on Greg Imagine to Mike. That. Yeah. So <laughs> she's really turning into this stepmom, you know, and like, I feel like it's, there's just like so close to the moment where he would just look at her and go, you're not even a real mom. You're a fucking bitch. You know, <laughs> I want to see that episode. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> and also like last season, yeah. you know, we had one where, where Greg was in love with his uh, math teacher. <laughs> you love bringing this episode yeah, up. Yeah. And in that episode, Mike made it very clear that he had a meeting with the teacher, not Carol. <laughs> right. He yeah, yeah. had a meeting with the teacher. Oh, what is it? You yeah. don't have to worry about it because I have a meeting with Greg's teacher, not you. Yeah. The father, his biological father. It was pretty father, clear. You know, yeah. yeah. So how come in this one, why is he walking and she's on the phone with the teacher? That's a good point. Like, I would have been, if I was Mike, I would have been like, uh, Put the phone down, <laughs> and when they call back, I will answer because I am the. You know what I mean? That's the way he acted last season. Oh yeah, really? Tell me more about what my son's teacher said about my son. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I mean, unless they had this transformation <laughs> moment where they're all now one family, but if so, we need we kind of need to see that in an episode. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, also, don't you get the feeling that just the way Carol says all this to Mike, that she likes to gossip? Mm-hmm. Like, can't you see a her woman like in the gossip? I yeah. can't imagine that. Can't you see her now be like, well, I heard the neighbors the other day. You know what I mean? Can't you hear her doing that kind of stuff? For sure. Yeah, right? Boom. <laughs> For sure. Absolutely. You know, she. I picture her more like, what was that annoying neighbor on uh, Bewitched? I know who you're talking about. I can't remember. remember. But I know in the movie she was played by Kristen Chenoweth, who was in oh, Wicked and You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown on Broadway. That's what we did instead of baseball. <laughs> <laughs> we did musicals. Yeah, bitch. What yeah, do you she got? played Lucy in uh, You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown, and then played Glinda in, uh, or I'm sorry, Gullinda hmm. in Wicked. Well, I meant like the old Bewitched TV show. So. Oh, yeah, I don't know. He's like, Harry, Harry, the, the neighbors, now she's flying around the room. And he's always like, what the fuck, ever? You're yeah, just right. drunk or whatever, you know. <laughs> no, come look, come look. And then he would come look and there was nothing happening. So, yeah. That's Carol all day with, like, Mike. Uh, so Carol is telling Mike about what had just happened with Greg. Like, and then he said this, and then he did that, and then I was like, what? And she says that Greg, all Greg does is eats and sleeps baseball, and that's become an obsession. Mike says, well, maybe he has gone a little overboard. And Carol says, a little? 
<laughs> to him, American history doesn't even begin until 1839. Mm-hmm. Mike asks, 1839, Carol says, the year Abner Holiday invented baseball. And Mike laughs and points at her and says, you, <laughs> you stupid, stupid woman. woman. <laughs> it's Abner Doubleday. Mike goes on to say that he thinks Greg is acting fairly normal under the circumstances. Carol asks what circumstances. Mike goes on to say that, well, he's pitching for his team now. And Drysdale gave him a compliment. And the dream of of being a baseball star is the dream of every American boy. (laughs) Which... I've never had that. <laughs> so. No, no. Every American boy? I guess I'm not American. Yeah. <laughs> and then Carol says, well, fine. Well, far be it from me to be un-American. And then she kisses Mike. Do you think that um, Christopher Reeve, not Christopher Reeve. <laughs> Robert Reed? <laughs> Robert Reed. I see you all Christopher Reeve. Do you think Robert Reed um, knew anything about baseball at all? Or do you think he was like us? I don't know. Is this like because uh, he's gay kind of a question? And like, yeah, I mean, he... I, I can't imagine. I mean, and, and people listening, feel free to prove us wrong. But I mean, I, I I don't know. I know a decent amount of gay people, men and women. Um, yeah. And I don't know a tremendous amount of gay men that are into to baseball or sports in general. Now, I could be wrong. I'm not saying they're not out there. But in my own experience, like yeah. I did theater from the time I was in middle school all the way up until before my kids were born. Um, mm-hmm. and I, I don't think I met very many <laughs> that were really into sports. Um, and I don't think that's so much a gay thing as much as it is like in the th- theater, you know, like in theater community, most, well, I was in the theater community as well, but was right. not into sports. Well, if you but remember gay, like when we were you know? kids, this is the eighties when we were kids, eighties and nineties, there wasn't a lot of females that watched football. They were out there, but there wasn't a whole yeah. lot. And baseball is even more obscure. Um, so, I mean, sports in general are more of a masculine thing. Um, and I just I can't imagine a lot of gay men being that into it. And again, if the people want to prove us wrong, by yeah. all means, we're not being we're not trying to be funny or anything like that. Like me and Tech both have a lot of friends that are gay. Um, I, I'm just curious if any of them are really into sports. No. Plus, this was this was the '70s, so maybe I don't right, know. right, right, right. So now we see Mike come home from work through the front door for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and Carol, yeah. And Carol is on the phone with one of Greg's teachers at school. She hangs up the phone. Mike looks serious and asks, what's up? Carol says, I can tell you what's not up. She was fucking like so brilliant with that. She was yeah. like, ooh, I'm going to fucking yeah, use yeah, that yeah. and be witty and you throw a You can tell in her head she was like, ooh, that, that's not, I know that's not. I'm going to use that shit again. I can <laughs> I can work with that. Yeah, exactly. well, I can tell you what's not up, bub. Yeah. You know, and then, uh, last where I was. Oh, Greg's grades this week. And she, she fucking was happy as fuck to tell him that too. <laughs> she, she, fucking, she fucking like, it was like, hell she yeah. She was reveling in that I fucking shit. Fucking told you. Yeah. She was Greg's grades this week. Boom. Mike I told says, you. Fucking told you. And then Mike's like, well, I don't get it. He always does so well. Carol shakes her head and says, not this time. Uh-uh. <laughs> you know, he didn't even turn in his history assignment. And when the teacher asked him what the most important, vi- she was fucking loving this shit. Yeah, right, yeah. Most important victory was in American history. Do you know what he said? Mike says, what? Carol says, 1969, the year the Mets won the pennant. And Mike laughs. And Carol says, don't laugh, Mike. But then, well, but she says, Carol uh, Carol says, don't laugh. 
And then she like fucking grins and smiles and giggles at the end. <laughs> like what the hell? Why is it a double standard? <laughs> well, I think once he finally she finally got Mike on board on her side, then you know she's like, okay, now I can relax. Mm. I, I also think now it's, it's funny time that, for jokes that Mike got denied when he walked in. Like he's all trying to kiss her neck, and she <laughs> even gave him a dirty look. Was like, mm, wait a minute. I mean, she did that thing like putting her finger up in him. Yeah. I'm on an important it's fucking like I can tell you call. What's not up that dick? Because <laughs> you interrupted me while I was on the phone. So nice try. Mike then calls for Greg to come down and talk. Greg enters the living room carrying a baseball and a glove. Mike asks him to sit and says, your teacher called and said you didn't turn in your history assignment. True? Greg says, I didn't have time. (laughs) Carol butts in. Shocking. This is like where if I was Greg, I would have been like, shut the fuck up, bitch. If I was Mike, I would have said that. I'd be like, can you go in the other room, please, and let me talk to my son? Like, damn. So Carol puts in and says, but you did have time to memorize batting averages of every player in the major league. Greg nods and says, well, that's important. Mike gets serious and says, your schoolwork isn't. (laughs) Greg retorts with, I'm going to be a baseball player. They don't have to know anything. (laughs) Well, except baseball. (laughs) We're dumb. Mike (laughs) looks at him and says, look. Here, here, I know you're going to love this line. Look, you start hitting those books, right? <laughs> He's all stern and shit. Yeah. You start hitting those books, right? Carol reminds Greg that he needs good grades to get into college. And right again, Greg and Billy, shut the fuck up. Yeah, right, God, right. why are you still here? <laughs> <laughs> and so Carol's like, you need good, good grades to get into college. And then Greg smiles and laughs like, college? Who cares about college? I don't even know why I have to finish high school. I got a great career ahead of me in baseball. Meanwhile, Greg drops the ball in his hand. Greg looks embarrassed and then walks out of the room. Mike and Carol just look at each other. Yeah, I, I still think that they should. he should have dropped the ball and then like accidentally kicked it and chased it around for a second. And then gone <laughs> back to Mike and Carol. Mike and Carol looking at each other like, yeah, okay. Because that would have solidified the whole, he should probably go to college. <laughs> right. like you should probably yeah. learn accounting or something but you're not really gonna you know. maybe you could yeah. be the team's accountant how about that that's kind of a cool job <laughs> yeah alright so this is where we take our next break cool. so Greg thinks he's gonna be a baseball star and he doesn't even have to go to college or even finish high school yikes zoinks zoinks we'll be back An old wine cabinet, said to be possessed by a demon, which invokes nightmares and physical harm. An island full of giant rabbits, said to appear once every seven years off the coast of Ireland. A rural family that in the dead of winter walked one by one into their barn, but never walked out. The world is full of fascinating mysteries, and the Blurry Photos podcast sheds light on the darkest corners of the unknown. With a new storytelling-focused format, Blurry Photos brings legends to life and examines if there's any fact behind the supposed fictions. Join me, David Flora, as I explore the unexplained and explain the unexplored on the Blurry Photos podcast.
are back. That was a good break. That was a good break. Why don't you tell me all about your break? Jimmy, don't you have a nice story? Not about a story, Easter. but you know, we, we've had a couple and weeks off now, a few weeks off since we've recorded. Um, and you have both, of, yeah. I think both of us kind of have the kind of jobs that we can kind of listen to more podcasts. Um, are there any yeah. podcasts out there that kind of are on your radar right now? Like, like not your old faithful podcast, but is there any newer ones where you're just like, oh, that's kind of captured your interest recently? Um, there's a couple I listen to regularly. Like as soon as new episodes come out, I'm right there. Right. Um, like I listen to um, Office Ladies, which is... You know, Jenna Fisher and uh, Angela Martin. Office Angela ladies? Martin. Wow. Angela, <laughs> not Angela Martin. That's her character name. Um, anyway, Jenna and Angela from The Office. And oh, they, oh, okay. they do a show just like this. They go through each episode. But since they were actually on The Office, they get to talk about all the behind the scenes <laughs> stuff. So it's fun. That's that funny. one. And uh, never thought I'd say this. You kind of got me onto that show. So I still kind of listen yeah, to it yeah. regularly. It's just, it's still weird to me to hear Stephanie Tanner cursing. To me, that's really weird. <laughs> I just, I can't get past yeah. that. It's pretty bad. Like, it's, like, fuck is like every third word out yeah. of both their mouths. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's kind of funny because <clears throat> if you follow both of them on Instagram, both of yeah. them, if you follow her and um, Candace Cameron on, on Instagram, you see how, oh. how, clean Candace Cameron is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And for them to be such good friends, like they call each other sisters and stuff like that, and you could tell they have a genuine yeah. relationship. Uh, mm-hmm. It's surprising how, how bad, you know, Stephanie is. I don't know. Yeah. I can't remember real name. I mean, Jody. she's not that bad. Jody Sweeten. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's not that bad, but, and you could tell, like, she's alluded to, like, her past history where she was obviously much worse, where she yeah. was, like, yeah, she hooked had a on drugs. Problem, and, I believe, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, she's obviously clean and sober now. And, yeah. and like, her, her co-host will talk about, oh, I got drunk on wine last night. And she'll be like, oh, well, good for you. And you know, she's like, I didn't. I can't do that anymore. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. That's, that's great cool, that yeah. you got a chance to relax and drink some wine. But, you know, so. Yeah, I've been I've been listening to one lately uh, that I've kind of told you about off the air called Murder on the Space Coast. And it's such I've a good podcast. I listened to season one. What's that? I listened to season one. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, they're on season, I think, four or five or something like that. And it's the kind mm. of podcast where it's like a true crime podcast. But it's the yeah. kind of podcast where they do such a good job researching and they do such a good job of picking the right stories to tell that when they do pick a story, like, it ends up being on the news. Like, it ends up it ends up causing some kind of lawyer or something to relook at the case because they do such a good job of analyzing it and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, this particular season, they're talking about a guy. Uh, all of it happens down here in Florida, on, in Central Florida, uh, typically in Bavard County, where where you used to live, where I live now. And um, yeah, this particular one was about a guy that was shot, um, kind of left to die. Um, this other guy gets arrested for it. Um, he's he actually gets the death sentence, but then they overturn it to life in prison. And then after he gets life in prison, every single one of the witnesses, except for the guy's girlfriend, who happened to be the only other person there, kind of pulled back their story and say, yeah, that was, I was only saying it because I felt like I had to. And all of them did it separately. Hmm. So now the state has no proof at all, not even DNA or nothing. In fact, there was DNA Hmm. evidence there and he failed it. 
uh, meaning he like it, his DNA wasn't present kind of thing. And so now they're yeah. analyzing the whole thing, trying to get it retried and all this kind of stuff. And it's one of those things where because the podcast is talking about it, it's kind of gaining momentum again. So it's kind of neat. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if you like some true crime podcasts, some yeah. ones I really love is in between seasons, there's so much time and it sucks. But one is called um, Someone Knows Something, which is okay. amazing. It's this Canadian... Um, a broadcaster or journalist oh, or whatever. No, I'm, I'm teasing. <laughs> yeah. And um, he's, uh, he works for um, CBC, which is the Canadian Broadcasting Company or whatever. And um, and so his podcast is, you know, it's underneath them. Underneath, you know, it's equivalent okay. to like ABC or NBC or something like that. Yeah, this like guy that, that I was talking about was with Florida and, uh, Today newspaper. So, yeah. Yeah. And... Um, his storytelling is so good and yeah, just yeah, the way yeah. he does his investigations of the crime or whatever, whatever the, each season is a different, you know, cold case or whatever. And it's such a, it's so good. It's like on season yeah. three. I, now I already finished season three, so I'm just waiting for the next season, but each season is so good. And what's kind of interesting too, about his voice is that, I don't know if it's because he's Canadian, but his voice sounds a lot like Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but not, like, funny. <laughs> Just like him <laughs> talking serious about yeah. someone being murdered, you know? And uh, and another one really good, too, is called Up and Vanished. <clears throat> and that first season, the cold case that guy did, <clears throat> just like you said, it, also, it brought up... They, he found evidence that the oh, police yeah, yeah. didn't have. Yeah. And they were like, holy shit. And the case got opened up again. Right. <clears throat> um, and new people were being brought in for questioning, all because of this podcast. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. You don't yeah. get to hear about that too often. But I was like, damn, that's awesome. That's so, cool. Yeah. All right. So let's get back into this. Cool. All right. When we left off. Greg got a little ego boost from Dodgers pitcher Don Drysdale, and he now believes he's going to be a baseball star, <laughs> and nothing will get in his way, not even school. So let's get back into it. Later, we see Mike and Carol sitting in the formal dining room table with a bowl of fruit and the fanciest tea set I've ever fucking seen. <laughs> they are discussing Greg. I'm sure it was probably fucking Carol's idea. Yeah, right. So I want to talk about Greg. And I want to sit at the formal dining room table with our formal tea set and talk about it. Tea set, yeah. Yeah. Mike says he doesn't think Greg was all that serious about dropping out of school. Kids say a lot of things that don't really mean, he says. (laughs) Just then Peter comes down the stairs. He asks, if Greg doesn't have to finish high school, then why do I have to finish junior high? And Mike and Carol look at each other. Then Bobby comes down the stairs and says, if he doesn't have to finish junior high, then what do I have to finish grammar school? (laughs) Mike now agrees they need to have the talk with Greg. Why don't they answer their damn sons? Like the two (laughs) kids come down to ask them a legit question because they got this dumbass upstairs coming up there saying, guess what? I'm going to have to finish high school now because I'm going to be a baseball player. Okay, well, that's all well and good if your dumbass thinks that. But to go up there and tell these young, impressionable kids that they they shouldn't have to finish school either. Or making them feel that way. <laughs> so the kids come down with a legit, genuine question for the parents. Well, if he doesn't have to finish high school, why do I got to finish? And they just straight up ignore him and walk upstairs. That kind of irritated me. That's like it's a if dumb you ever question. hung out with these people and the whole time their kids are like, hey, dad, 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 hey, dad, 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 hey, dad. It's like, oh my God, can you relate. answer your damn son, please? Like, geez. Oh my God, I can relate. <laughs> this is before I became a dad. 
like I'd hang out my buddy of mine, his little girl, she was like what two, three years old, and she would do that. Daddy, daddy, yeah, daddy, daddy, daddy. And I'd be like, Do you hear her? <laughs> and he'd be like, What? What is the baby? And he's like, I gonna tell you some unimportant shit. And yeah, then right? he'd be like, That's good, baby. And then a minute later she's like, Daddy, daddy, daddy. I'm like, Answer you don't you hear it? Like <laughs> Good Lord. Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, even now, I have a three-year-old, and I, I'd say probably a good 90% of the time when he calls my name, unless I just don't, simply don't hear it, I take the time to answer his question. And I answer it like I would if he was seven or eight, because that's the only way he's really... I don't really believe in talking to your kids like they're babies, so I kind of answer him <laughs> the way I would anybody else. Um, yeah, it just irritates me. I don't like that. I don't like when people disrespect their kids. <laughs> All right, so Mike and Carol now enter the boys' room to talk to Greg. Mike tells him that he wants to talk about baseball. Greg says, sure, Dad. What do you want to know? <laughs> Which is that old play on the joke about sex where the dad walks into the boys' room and says, oh. son, I want to talk about sex. And he goes, sure, Dad. What would you like to know? Yeah. Say, well, I came into work uh, today trying to kiss your mom's neck, and she kind of brushed me. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think she's mad at me? Do you think she thinks my balls are too big? <laughs> Mike starts off by saying the baseball is a great sport. Greg agrees. But Mike cuts him off by saying, but there are other things in life that are just as important. Carol adds in, or even more important. <laughs> uh, Mike agrees and continues. <laughs> she wanted to one-up Mike. It right would just there. be so funny if both of them turned to Carol and just kind of gave her a dirty look. And he went back to talking. <laughs> <laughs> and then Mike says, look, you can go into baseball if you're good enough, but not until you go to college first. Greg points out that Mickey Mantle or Yogi Berra never went to college, and they did all right. Carol says, you can't pin all your hopes on just one thing in life. <laughs> Mike looks at her and just looks back at Greg, and they get, no, he didn't. So <laughs> Mike agrees and says, that's right. It doesn't hurt to do several things well. Greg laughs and says, I know that. That's why I'm working on my catching and my fielding in case my pitching arm goes. Greg walks into the bathroom and says, boy, I sure am glad that I have a mom and dad who understand. A couple things. One. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what kind of pimp she stole this shirt from, but this is the ugliest (laughs) shirt I've ever seen in my life. Like this thing looks like it looks like somebody took a really ugly set of curtains and like decorated it with some gold leafing and added some huge butterfly collars to it. This is the ugliest shirt I've ever seen. I don't know why. And then Mike, in contrast, is wearing just like a, a NASA engineer style blue button up shirt with no tie. It's like I don't know who the hell designed this outfits, but it's horrible. It's hideous. <laughs> I didn't notice either one. God, it's horrible. But the second is, why the hell is he in front of a, a mirror trying his hat on when at the end of the scene he goes in and grabs a towel to take a shower? Okay, so I didn't notice that, but that brings up a question I had later. I didn't write it down, but then it wasn't I noticed something later in the say. episode that <laughs> I noticed something later in the episode where that that kind of goes on to like my question I had before that only okay. encourages my question even more. So I don't know if I should, I guess we'll just say it now later in the episode where Greg's getting ready to go to the game. Right. He puts his hat on and right. goes to Marsha. 
how do I look? Or how does it look? Like, I don't understand. Is it a new hat? Like, is this his first game he's ever played? It has to be. Like, because he's putting his hat on in the mirror, like you said. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) They they don't ever say. So, it's a good question. Hmm. All right, next scene, we see Mike talking to Don Drysdale in the den. Mike tells him how Greg has been behaving ever since he gave him the compliment. Don says, oh boy, me and my big mouth. Mike says that nobody is blaming him. Don says, well, you name it. He points, you name it. And he points to himself, I'll do it. <laughs> no, he didn't. Mike tells him, well, I think Greg just thinks that baseball is one big bed of roses. And Carol adds, and maybe you can explain to him that there are a few thorns in it. Don Drysdale says, a few thorns, I tell you what. No, (laughs) I've been stuck as much as anybody. Mike (laughs) says that that's what he wants to get across to Greg. Don says, great, let's go. (laughs) You started to sound like Mr. Anderson there for a minute. Like, oh, damn it. Them boys out there whacking in my trailer. (laughs) See, now you're doing a super old reference when that character really just became... Uh, what's his head on King of the Hill? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't watch that. But, um, but I think it was funny in this. I don't know if you noticed in this scene, but very casually, Mike gives Carol the teacup that he was drinking out of, and it's almost like he does it like, "Why don't you bring us to the kitchen and let the adults talk for a second? Because he knows he doesn't want to bring up that old shit again. But I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, I'm through with this. I'm done. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> so Mike and Don Drysdale walk into the back yard where Greg is practicing pitching. Don greets Greg and Greg tells him that he's pitching today. Mike tries to push the conversation. You know how it is before you go to a game, Don, with the old nerves twitching. Don takes the bait. Oh, I tell you what. No. <laughs> the moment... I'm damn boss. The moment the... <laughs> damn it, Bobby. Uh, the moment those <laughs> butterflies start kicking, I could hardly eat the day I pitch. Greg says... Oh, not me, because I'm not a pussy. (laughs) Today, I had hotcakes, sausage, and a couple of eggs. Mike tries to throw down another topic. Oh, well, I bet you get jitters from when all the fans start riding you. Don says, oh, do they ride you? Hell yeah, they do. You're a hero one minute. (laughs) The girls do anyway. Oh, God, yeah, boy, they ride you. Sorry. Girls fucking do. Let me tell you about the girls. Oh, um, he says, man, do they ride you? You're a hero one minute and a bum the next. You throw a couple of home run balls and you feel you want to sneak out of the ballpark. Greg says, I bet that never happened to you. Don goes on. Oh, many times. i tell you what, <laughs> sir. I tell you, I used to keep a false beard and dark glasses in my locker. So wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Greg has been spending so much time memorizing a bunch of stupid shit about baseball, right? Yeah. This is supposed to be his, like, mixture of Jesus and the guy that invented pizza or whatever the hell the reference was. He he doesn't know that he (laughs) threw some home run balls? Like, why is it a surprise? I bet that never happened to you. Like, Don Dreiser should have been like, you're supposed to be my biggest fan, bitch. Like, why the fuck is this a surprise to you? Like... (laughs) Yeah, it's a good point. Now they laugh and then Don, uh, they laugh and Don then tells Greg to go to the other end of the yard so he can throw to him. As he throws a couple of balls back and forth to Greg, Mike urges the conversation a little. 
Dom replies, Baseball isn't all it's cracked up to be. Look at me. I'm 34, and my career is almost finished. Mike says, Well, yeah, you can do something else. I mean, you went to college. Don says, Well, that's true, but there are a lot of guys like me that haven't broke in and are still in the minor leagues trying to make a living. Mike once again pushes, Well, I guess baseball isn't all fun and glory. Don says, Nope. Sitting up all night and broken down all buses. Sometimes you get stuck in second-rate hotels. Sleep all night with your arm packed in ice. Oh, yeah, that's some fun and glory. Do you really think that he looks 34? <laughs> well, I think everybody in older shows and movies look super older than they really are. Yeah, to me, he looks older than me now. <laughs> like, And I'm like <laughs> yeah. 11 years older than he supposedly is in this. Mhm. I remember watching uh, cuz I I got really hooked on the old uh black and white Twilight Zone right, right. show and um <clears throat> I was watching this one episode and this one guy he must have been like 50 early 50s or whatever was talking about how he's getting down on his luck, he's mm -hmm. having problems at work and then they mentioned that he's he says in the episode, "Well, I'm 40 years old." <laughs> I'm like, "What?" <laughs> like I'm older than him. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he looks like he could be my dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then we have people like, I don't know, Jennifer Aniston or, or um, I can't remember the girl, the girl from Underworld. I can't remember what her name is. Um, Kate Beckinsale. Oh, Kate Beckinsale? Yeah, she's like two years older than me and she looks like she's like 20. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah. Some people age very well. Yeah, right. Uh, so anyway, so Don's going through all this and trying to convince Greg that like, oh yeah, you gotta stay on the old buses and stay in these crappy hotels and have your arm in ice and like, if this was a rock star, tell him describing his tour <laughs> to me, like that sounds fucking awesome, right? Right. Like, right. like hell yeah. yeah! Like I want to do, I want to travel, I want to hang out with your boys, you know, and like go see the world and stay in crappy hotels. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, do great shows and, you know, stuff. Like, that would only want me to want it more, you know, make me want it more. You know? yeah, yeah. I don't see how that's helping. That's funny. I don't know. Mike then looks at Greg and says, well, that really makes you think, doesn't it, Greg? Greg says that it does. Don then says he's, Don then says his goodbyes and leaves. Now Mike and Carol are in the family room drinking coffee and Mike is telling Carol how the talk with Drysdale went. Mike says, oh, we got the message all right. Just then Greg walks in carrying an apple, and he looks as if he's in deep thought. He picks up a book and says, boy, what Don said sure made me think. Carol lights up and says, it did, Greg? Greg continues, yeah, I'm not going to let those things happen to me. Mike says, hey, good boy. Greg then says, I'm going to start. I'm going to start right at the top. None of that minor league stuff for me. Mike and Carol look saddened by his thought. Mike says, well, what about the things he said? The jitters, the pressure, the arm packed in ice and stuff. Greg says, oh, heck, a cold arm isn't bad for all that money, which he's not wrong. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You got you to gotta do all that stuff like, you know, the money and all, and you only get like a million dollar sign up on us? Screw that. 
I'm not sleeping with my arm in ice for only a million dollars. Are you kidding? Get out of here. One point three million. That's just to sign on to the yeah, team. Right not to mention your salary after that. Like, come on, Greg has a good fucking point. Yeah, right. Like, I'm not so gonna, you have your arm in ice every once in a while. Big fucking deal. Suddenly a bonus baby don't sound that good to me. I'm going to be at home with a warm arm baby. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Carol looks at him and says, so that's all you got out of the conversation? <laughs> Greg says, oh, no. He told me a lot of stuff about buses and cheap hotels, but he meant for the guys who weren't good enough. I'm going to be a star. And Greg exits the room. Mike and Carol look at each other, and Mike says, Somebody is riding for a big fall. Carol adds, And I know who will be there to pick up the pieces. Why, and why, why is she dismissing herself from this? You know what I mean? Because it's basically... It's, quote, a, his son. Right, but I mean, <laughs> you could look at it two ways. You could either say, you know, I know who's going to you know, be there to pick up the pieces, the pieces, or you can flip it and say, well, I'm not going to be there to pick up the pieces. So she's already telling him, this is all you. I'm not helping this at all. Yeah. But she's kind of messed up. I ain't up. fucking doing it. Yeah. But yeah. also, like, why can't they support their kids? You know what I mean? Like, what do you mean? Well, I mean, like, if, if if when you were, you know, Greg's age, if you would have went to your mom and said, you know, I kind of want to be a musician when I get older. I mean, your mom would have would have supported you 100%. At no time would she have been like... For sure. Well, no, you need to worry about school and grades. and You know what I mean? Like, they, she just wouldn't have done that. Like, I, I wanted to be some weird things when I was a kid. Like, at one time, <laughs> I wanted to be a professional bowler because it was the only thing on earth that I was any good at. And then it, <laughs> and Yeah, and then it switched to theater. And both times, my mom was 100% supportive of it. At no time was For she sure. trying to talk me into, no, you need to look at the military or college or whatever. So I just, I don't understand how, how America's, you know, television family, so to speak, like, can't support their kid. Like, first of all, they can't answer their kids when they ask them a dirt question. And now apparently they can't support <laughs> them either. So, yeah, my mom was the same way. Like, when I was like 12, 13, 14, like, I wanted to be an actor, you know. Yeah, yeah, my mom yeah. was couldn't have been more fucking supportive. Right. In fact, she would, like, look for shit, like, in the paper and be like, hey, they have an audition for... They're having auditions down in Orlando for this. Like, we should go. Right, you right. Know, right. Or, hey, they're... I remember one time <clears throat> I had auditioned for a show and I got the part. And then once rehearsal started, I didn't feel like fucking going. But mom was like, no, you fucking made a commitment. You're fucking going. So she made me go to the rehearsals and I ended up liking it. And I'm glad that she made me go. She was like, so, no, screw you. You got to go there and practice going, look, it's the Wicked Witch. <laughs> that's right that's right man see i, I pay attention line. to that shit <laughs> so greg then puts on his baseball hat and walks over to marcia and asks did i miss a part yeah it should be later oh, I see marcia. yeah sorry <laughs> let me back up again okay here we go Later, we see Marcia, Jan, and Cindy walking into the kitchen and drop off plates of cookies and milk, all wearing tutus. <laughs> Greg sees them and asks where they're why where they are going. Which, like, it's not fucking clear. Like, <laughs> where are you going? Like, uh, fucking going to? Fuck, I can't even think of anything funny. <laughs> that would have been funny if they would have been like to your baseball game. <laughs> <laughs> and Marcia says. To our ballet lesson. Greg says, ballet? You're not going to see me pitch? Greg walks over to the table, carrying a blended drink, and pours it into a glass. 
Jen asks what it is. Greg says, it's a quick energizer I got out of a health magazine. They had Cindy health asked magazines what's in it. <laughs> yeah. Cindy asks what's in it. Greg says, turnip tops, beet bottoms, wheat germ, and cod liver oil. Wait a minute, hold on. They, they says, had all that? <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, like at the house, not like in 1970. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Apparently Why so. would they buy all that? Unless, like, Greg had looked it up like a day or two before, and right. then was like, hey, Alice, next time you go to the store, you need to buy me this stuff. Yeah, you know, he doesn't have to ask her because she's a fucking employee. Because, so I mean, he's like, when she opens the refrigerator, all you see is lettuce. So apparently that's all they have as far as vegetables <laughs> go. But. Huh, weird, okay. <laughs> um, Marcia says, uh, uh, I think I'm going to be sick. <laughs> Greg takes a drink of his concoction and his eyes widen as he takes his first sip. He puts the glass down and says... Mmm, delicious. But I better not get too energized <laughs> at once. He puts the glass down and goes on. Uh, you can have the rest of it if you want. Of course, nobody touches it. And he doesn't clean up after Greg, himself. Marsha's over there doing <laughs> yeah. what she's supposed to, cleaning off a plate, and he just leaves that shit and goes. Well, fuck. Yeah, because A, he's got to go to the game, and B, Alice is allowed in the kitchen. So That's true, yeah. <laughs> Greg then puts on his baseball hat and walks over to Marsha and asks, so how does it look? Which, first of all, two things about that part. One, because we mentioned it earlier right. about, you know, he says, how does it look? And it's right, a right. weird question. But it seemed like super dirty. Like he puts it on and walks over <laughs> to Marsha specifically. Right. And then he looks and he kind of leans on the counter. He's like, so. <laughs> uh, how does it look? Like, hey, hey Marsha. Uh, how does my hat look? <laughs> <laughs> Marsha then asks <clears throat> Are you going to wait for dad? Greg says No I'm going to get there early In case there are some big league scouts around <laughs> God okay. Just then Greg stops Looks at Cindy and says Well As long as you're not going to, the, going to be up at the game I guess you can have it now Greg then picks up a piece of paper And a pencil And writes on it He hands it to Cindy <laughs> He looks at it. She looks at it and reads, Greg Brady. Because, no, you know, she can't read because she's like eight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Cindy she especially confused can't and read her brother's name or her own last name. <laughs> <laughs> Cindy looks confused and asks, what do I want your name for? Greg says, that's not just a name. It's an autograph. Hang on to it. It's going to be worth a lot of money someday. He smiles and then leaves. Well, two things. One is, I'm impressed it's a working set. Because when Marsha's rinsing off plates, Look. she's actually rinsing off plates. Like, there's actually oh, water there's actually coming water out. Yeah, coming yeah. out? Yeah. So I'm impressed that it's a, that it's a working set. Two, mm -hmm. why is Greg bringing a baseball to the baseball field? Like, if it's any kind of <laughs> sanctioned league, he can't use his own baseball. You have to use the baseballs there. And how is he going to ride a bike... <laughs> With a baseball glove and a ball carrying it. <laughs> um, maybe as a bag, and maybe he brought a ball for like just to practice throwing, like well, before he plays. I don't know. <clears throat> I'm not a sports guy. Yay, sports. Yay, sports. So next we see Mike calling, oh, calling down for the other two boys to go to the game. Peter asks Mike if he could sleep on the couch tonight, and Mike asks. What's wrong with your room? 
Peter then says nothing, but after the game, there won't be enough room for Bobby and me in that big head of Greg's. Mike then kicks him in the ass and almost trips him as he walks up the stairs to go to the front door for some reason. Like he almost trips him completely. <laughs> so as far as cast members go, he's already yeah. touched two people's butts in this. He touched, yeah. he smacked Greg on the butt, and now he's kicked Peter in the butt. So now we got to keep tally of if he ever touches anybody else's butts. We got to watch Bobby's ass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I'm not. I'm not saying just boys. I'm saying like girls, you know, Alice. Yeah. You know, Carol, that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Don Drysdale, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Next is the golden gem oh, of the entire is episode. The best scene of the episode by a long shot. <laughs> next, next we are treated for 40 seconds. By the way, 40 seconds <laughs> of the worst. B-roll footage of a high school baseball game I've ever seen. None of which show Greg or anyone in the stands watching. Just a lot of faraway no, shots show, it does of show random some people in the stands. Well, yeah, but not like specifically like no, 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 no. You know, Mike Damn. and the boys okay. or whatever. So none of which show Greg or anyone in the stands watching. Just a lot of faraway shots of random plays. Also, not showing whether one team is doing better than another. No scores. Nothing, no value here whatsoever. Well, they show, they show three different times where a guy in the red uniform, which I had paused it several times trying to get the name of the other team. I couldn't figure yeah. it out. Uh, but they show three different times where they run around the bases and go back to home plate. So I think they actually show them score. <clears throat> they just don't show it up on the scoreboard, it clicking or whatever. <laughs> yeah. but And it's the most 70th music I've ever heard. It is, yeah, yeah. But another thing I'm well, another thing about I pointed out the last time we tried to record. But why does Greg suddenly look Hispanic in the very opening scene? In the <laughs> very opening shot of this, they show number fifty-two for the the Tigers, like practicing in the place where pitchers practice, throwing the ball back and forth, <laughs> and it's clearly number fifty-two, and it's clearly a Hispanic kid. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't notice that for the second time. I didn't notice. (laughs) So next we cut to Carol coming in with bags of groceries and hands them off to Alice. Alice asks how ballet practice went. And Carol says that she ought to come sometime. Alice says, yeah, in my tutu, or in my case, you better make it a tutu by four, four. Carol laughs and says, you stupid fat mate. (laughs) I couldn't get through it. Well, wait a minute. Isn't a two by four tall and skinny? <laughs> well, I don't think she was saying like two by four. She was just saying two two by four four. I don't know. I don't know, man. It was a she's dumb joke. not tall and skinny, like at all. <clears throat> <laughs> so, that joke kind of fell flat. I didn't really. Yeah. But also, like, I was really surprised. Refrigerator. First of all, they have a side by side refrigerator, which I don't know why impressed yeah. me so much. But they had ice dispensers <laughs> and water dispensers and refrigerators back then? I guess so, yeah. Like, their ice dispenser and water dispensers in the door, like a modern refrigerator. Yeah. I don't know why that impressed me I so guess. much. Are you just saying this because, Jimmy, did you get a new fridge recently? <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, I, I definitely thought I Jimmy. was a little bit more advanced than the Brady Bunch, but apparently I'm not. But I bet theirs don't have crushed <laughs> ice, does it? Hmm. Take that, Mike. Probably Mr. not. Mr. Architect. <laughs> Just then, Greg enters into the house, 
and into the kitchen with his head down low and walking slowly. Carol sees him and asks why he's home so early. Greg says, can a guy come home without all the questions? (laughs) Fucking dick. Yeah, right. And then he leaves the room. The Mike enters the kitchen. Carol asks what happened and asks if Greg pitched. Mike says, oh yeah, he pitched all right. Then Peter and Bobby come in and Peter says, they clobbered him. And Bobby adds, they couldn't get anybody out. Peter continues, yeah, they scored 12 runs in the first inning. Peter and Bobby are such assholes. I know. <laughs> they totally great. making fun of them. Oh, my God. I can just picture oh. like during the game, they're probably laughing their asses yeah, off. Yeah, right, like, yeah. Holy shit. He fucking got him out again. Like, oh, my like, God. Man, he sucks. It's almost like, it's almost as if he was to, to throw the ball to an actual person instead of a fucking tire that it would have helped him, right? Right? It's almost <laughs> as if we were to step up and actually catch the ball instead of being afraid of it, that it would have helped. It's so funny. Stupid Greg. <laughs> or maybe one of us had a bat and maybe tried to hit the ball. Right, right, right. Was... <laughs> it's almost like having a, a person, two people there to catch it and look at it helped. It's fine. <laughs> so Peter goes on and says, yeah, they scored 12 runs in the first inning. Then the coach gave Greg the hook. Mike tells him that that's enough and they needed to go upstairs. But <laughs> in, this, in this part... Somebody had asked, or somebody had asked, um, so is the game over? And he's like, far from it. Okay, so Greg right. just, like, so they don't have any problem with their Greg with Greg being like, oh, well, I suck that the, you know, the coach pulled me out of the game, so, you know, screw you guys, I'm going home. Uh, no, you're going to sit yeah. there and support your team. Like, you're not the only person on yeah. the team. You're not the most important person on the team. Like, let's sit back and learn something from the pitcher they did put in, you know? Right. Um, I agree. But first, or second off, how did they all get home at the same time if Greg rode his bike there? Maybe uh, Mike uh, drove really slow behind him. Mm. <laughs> Listen to make sure that he didn't throw himself off a bridge. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, I just had a visualization of like the umpire and the coach like, you're out of there. And he's like, fuck you, man. Yeah, right. Now Greg's going to yeah. go in his room and like, you know, I don't know, play emo music and sit in the corner and cry or something. <laughs> Alice then asked if it was really that bad. And Mike says, oh, it was a massacre. He was so cocky, he wouldn't even listen to the coach. He really got his lumps. <laughs> Carol sympathizes and says, oh, the poor kid. Mike goes on, well, it had to happen. Carol then walks over to Mike and says, I think you better start picking up the pieces. So, wait a minute. And, and I know we're not sports guys. But what the hell could the coach have said to him to make him a better pitcher at that point? Like, they're in the game now. You know I mean, it's not like the coach yeah, is going to tell him, hey, practice your fastball. Or, hey, why don't you do some arm exercises, some push-ups. It's not like he's doing – like, all he can say is, hey – you, you know that thing you're doing where they hit it? You stop doing that shit. You know, I mean, what what are they? What's he gonna say? Like, yeah, hey, he's not Greg, listening to his coach. But throw the ball, right? Throw the ball. <laughs> no, I'm sure there's like coaching techniques. Like, hey, I noticed that when you're throwing this, you're leaving your left arm over here when it should be down like this, and I bet you'll get a better. Th- I don't know. I coach I, I stuff. Know. I guess sports. I still don't understand why is this all? Why is all this shit a surprise to the coach? Like they didn't know Greg sucked. 
<laughs> they don't see. They don't practice. So, I don't know. So Mike enters the boys' room and sees Greg sitting on the top bunk of the bed. Which actually, he didn't see him at first. He Mike walks in and goes, "Greg, Greg," and circles around the room like, "Where the fuck?" And then he sees him like <laughs> right next to where he fucking walked in the door. Where's so, Greg? Well, is he by the dresser? No. Is he by the clothes he walks bathroom over the dresser? No. no. <laughs> hmm. Where else could he be? Oh, that's right. He's on his bed. <laughs> well, it wasn't on his bed. He was on Peter's bed. Oh, was but, it, um, yeah. But still, it's like he was like eye level with Mike, like yeah, yeah. like maybe three feet to his right. You know, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm just anyway. Um. So Greg's sitting on the top bunk of the bed, and, and uh, Mike says, "Listen about the game today." And Greg interrupts and says, "Who cares about a stupid old game, anyways?" Mike says that nobody can have an or anybody can have an off day and says that next time he'll mow him down. Greg starts to cry and says, there won't be a next time. I've got more important things to do. Mike looks at him and says, do you really? Greg goes on, who wants to travel around an old bus and have to worry about being traded? I'm never going to play that dumb game again. Ever! <laughs> I don't understand why Mike is putting up with it. Like, is he really crying about a fucking baseball game? Really? Well, it was his potential future, you know? It's like his career. And, I, uh, maybe you know. I'm just not an understanding parent, but I would have had to been like, keep that shit up and you're going to be in ballet class with your sisters next week. Like, you're not going to cry <laughs> about a fucking baseball game. Are you kidding? It's freaking baseball. Like, <laughs> like don't you have another game next week? Wait, you never seen that movie with Tom Hanks? You can't cry in that. That's like a rule, right? <laughs> As far as I know, it is. Yeah, right. I mean, I've seen the movie. I'm, yeah, I've never seen anybody yeah. crying baseball. I don't watch it, but I've never seen it. <laughs> Mike sits up on the bed with him and says, "Now you're going overboard the other way." He goes, "Listen, baseball is a great game, but it's just one part of life." There. I hope you're listening because this is great shit here. Yes, here we go. Yes. Um. <clears throat> Listen, baseball is a great game, but it's just one part of life. Right. There are other things important, too. Come on, education is important. Listening to people like the coach, you got to strike a balance of some kind. Right. Greg looks at Mike and says, I thought you'd be happy if I gave up baseball. Mike shakes his head and says, no, no, listen. Make it one part of your life for now. Greg, not everyone can be Don Drysdale. <laughs> Greg looks at him. Why is this funny? Because he's like, okay, listen, you little titty baby. Maybe, <laughs> just maybe you're a loser. And maybe you suck at baseball. <laughs> like, that's, such, that's so ridiculous. I can't believe that shit came out of his mouth. Like, you don't find that weird? <laughs> no. He's more of a realist. I don't see it that way. That would be like like you back when you were, you know, 13 or 14 uh, or 12, I think you said. It's like yeah. you're getting up on stage and just bombing, right? Yeah. And then going home and your mom is like, you know, Tech, maybe, just maybe, you're not meant to be an actor. Like, or maybe you need to try harder. <laughs> maybe you need to realize people fail <laughs> once in a while. Like, the hell? Like, you can't, like, put that idea in your kid's head because he failed one time? Like... That's probably why he's fucking crying well, about it. Because you say stupid shit like that to him all the time. <laughs> well, Mike <laughs> continues on. So he says, 
You know, Greg, not everyone can be Don Drysdale. Greg looks at him. Mike continues, all right, maybe you can. <laughs> but but you, maybe but you, you can't. can't. Like, let's face it, you're probably yeah. not going to be him. That's so fucked <laughs> because up. Now, in the meantime, you go in there and you do the best you can. Greg says, I did the best I can, Dad. And they clobbered me. Mike says, yeah, they did. But that doesn't mean they're they're going to do it the next time. Right? Greg jumps down off the top bunk and says, maybe if I work some more on my slider. Mike encourages all of his improvement ideas. Greg then starts to get carried away again and says, if I do all that, I'll get so good some scout will come around and offer me a bonus. Greg walks over to the mirror and looks at himself and then smiles and says to Mike, why didn't you stop me, Dad? Mike says, because I think you just proved you can stop yourself. Which doesn't answer the question. <laughs> Why didn't you stop me? Because after that, <laughs> after I didn't stop you, you proved that you could stop yourself. Okay, that still doesn't answer the question. Why didn't you stop me? <laughs> Why did you wait for, to see if I was going to do it? Why didn't you stop me? So, Anyways, that irritated me. At this point, I'm kind of losing Mike, faith in Mike as a father. So, <laughs> Mike then jumps down off the top bunk and asks Greg if he wants to go play catch. Greg says yes, but then Mike says, only on one condition, though. Greg asks what? Mike says, if any scouts come around, they have to take both of us as a team. Greg's like, and he goes, Haha, come here, you rascal. <laughs> Greg's like, you what? mean it? You'll spend time and pay attention to me? Really? Whatever. And that's the end of the episode. Yay. Yeah, I'll see you later. No. <laughs> that wasn't a bad episode. I just, towards the end, I started losing faith in Mike as a father. And maybe Carol was on to something. Maybe Carol was kind of seeing the same thing and being like, it's not funny, Mike. You need to go talk to your little titty baby son. So, <laughs> otherwise, you can just start fucking crying about yeah. stupid shit like baseball. But. And you don't see Marsha saying, I'm going to be the next Barushnikov and fuck everybody in this house. I'm going to make hundreds of dollars a year. And you're going to pay for for tickets to see me in the Super Bowl or whatever. No you're going to see me do Swan Lake and you're going to have to fucking pay. And we're going to be like, well, then I'm not fucking going. Yeah, right. <laughs> Is it sad that I knew Barushnikov and Swan Lake and couldn't name a baseball player except Babe Ruth? <laughs> well, there's people out there that don't know Barushnikov and don't know Swan Lake. <laughs> I assume so. Hmm. I don't know why not. <laughs> okay. That's like saying there's people hmm. that didn't see, you know, the guy that played Greg's review in Las Vegas like, or has the album on vinyl. Right? Yeah. Stupid. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> I don't really have his review. I don't even know if he did one. I know he's done a lot of shit on, on Vegas, but. I don't know if he did a review. He's what? I, I know he did a lot of shit in Vegas, though. Like, speaking of song and dance and review, you know, musicals and stuff like that, like, the guy that played Greg. Yeah, are you talking about Barry Williams? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, go ahead. Went off on a tangent. That's oh, all good. All right, so next week, we're going to tackle the babysitters. Okay, that wording probably wasn't the best. <laughs> we're not going to tackle the babysitters. We're going to tackle season two, episode yeah. two, entitled The Babysitters. I'm sure you've had some babysitters <laughs> you'd like to tackle. You know what I'm saying? 
Well, if you listen on the next episode, I tell a whole story yeah, about yeah, a babysitter. I can't believe you did that, man. <laughs> and you were like eight. And I was That's crazy. I was so young too. Right? Like, you know, she goodness. should have been arrested. To be honest with Seriously, you, she should yeah. have been arrested. I mean, I can understand the handcuffs, but my God, the knife too. <laughs> and the cops were like, "Well, you're already handcuffed, so." <laughs> All those girls you talked about listening to that are gone now. <laughs> it's like these guys are like 12. Why are we listening to this? <laughs> because they have nice bodies. No, they have dad bods. Because like, they're funny oh. and that makes up for their ugliness. So, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I guess that's it. You got anything you uh, want to add or say or I don't think so any uh, call to action um just keep doing your homework <laughs> um I'm working on some YouTube videos so that'll be interesting coming out um we're working on getting Tack back down to Florida so when that happens hopefully we'll yep. have more YouTube videos coming out with me and Tack together so that'll be fun yeah that'll be a lot of fun yeah um yeah but yeah if you have anything you want to add or you have any comments or anything feel free to uh write into the show uh, either through our Instagram, mm-hmm. through the website, uh, whatever. Um, if you disagree with us on something on the show or you have a little bit of information about the show that maybe we didn't realize or if better yet, if you've pl- ever played baseball, then kind of fill us in <laughs> on some of the stupid stuff we say. And Or if we were dead on, like, you know, you know, feel free to, you know, yeah. tell us. <laughs> but I, somehow I doubt that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or if, I mean, if any, because I know the show is mostly female listening, what you were saying at the beginning. Um, yeah. So any of the ladies out there, uh, I'm sure softball's kind of the same, right? I mean, I know it's the same as far as the object of the game, but I don't know if any of the rules are the same. But if any of you ladies can can kind of, you know, shed some light on this, so to speak, you I guarantee you, you know more than we do. <laughs> so um, <laughs> yeah. feel free to write in. Uh, feel free to send in a voicemail. Did you have the voicemail number, right, Doc? Yeah, they'll hear it at the end. Okay, yeah, so feel free definitely. to uh, to call in the, the voicemail and kind of leave a voicemail and be like, "Yeah, this is kind of what's up, you guys." Just even if it's one of those where it's like, "Hey, I just kind of want to send in real quick and just kind of tell you that you know I used to play soccer. That's fine. That's great. That's awesome. We'd love to hear it." So, um, yeah. yeah, any way you can participate, go for it. And ladies, any lady, I am uh, single, so <laughs> Sorry, I don't. Know. Yeah. Yeah, and then if you guys get married, we'll we'll have it as an episode of the podcast. <gasps> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'd be awesome. <clears throat> Indeed. <clears throat> All right. Well, I have been Tack, and I have been Jimmy, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. I don't know how to end it. <laughs> Hey, I want to thank my guests one last time for stopping by and come on back here every Monday for a new episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the show. Also, on Apple Podcasts, please leave a rate and review. It helps the show out tremendously. Hey, go ahead and check out AVeryBradyPodcast.com. If you ever wonder what I look like, I got pics up on there. You can also see pictures of our past guests as well that have been on the show. Read little bios about them. And you can contact me at AVeryBradyPodcast at gmail.com. Send me an email, any questions you have, or maybe you want to tell me that you hate a certain episode. Who knows? Or even give me a call and leave a voice message at 804-446-1901. Again, that's 804-446-1901. Leave a voicemail. I'll play it on the show. 
You can also head on over to the merch store at tpublic.com. The link is in the description of this episode. Join in on the conversation in the Facebook group. It's called a Very Brady Facebook group. So get in there, get on the conversation, post memes. I don't care. Just don't be a racist. And be sure to also check out the Patreon page. If you enjoy the show, give a donation and become a patron. I'd certainly appreciate it. Just go to www.patreon.com forward slash a very Brady podcast. Until then, I've been Tack and this has been a very Brady podcast. Have a sunshine day. You've been listening to a fourth hand joint.